to see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of an early morning sun shining over Waite Road in East Easton, New York, comes to us from yours truly as I manage to capture this pic as my canine friend Harley enthusiastically pulled me ever eastward on an early morning walk this past Sunday. With my regular morning spiritual practices and the recording of our weekly Bible study with the Sincatis, I usually don't have the time to take Harley for a walk on Sunday mornings. But yesterday, we had, we had some time, and as the weather was agreeable and Harley's desperate pleas were incessant, I found myself first beckoning Harley to let's go, only to find that he was more than willing to pick up the pace and get, me, get us down the road and back again in time for my Bible study. While I thought I was the one deciding to lead this walk, I found that my decision took on a life of its own as Harley lent his enthusiastic zeal to our morning stroll. Well, it's Monday again, and just like that, we find ourselves in the month of May at the start of a new work week, and while today could be seen as just another part of the status quo, looking ahead at the calendar of, of scheduled events for this month, I see that May proves to be a month positively filled with activities as our individual decisions to work, grow, and enjoy our life has culminated in a month that really won't have a lot of time to be bored. Uh, this week, in addition to the 40 hours of work, I am working part-time at Mobile Crisis tonight, have a class on Nathetic Counseling tomorrow, I'm going to a class on Christian Doctrine with my wife on Wednesday, lead a men's Freedom and Course class on Thursday, and we'll be going to see my son perform a play at Hudson Valley uh, Community College this Friday, and we'll be attending a going-away party for my Marine stepdaughter, Rachel, uh, who will be stationed in Japan for the next year, three years, on Saturday. And in case you didn't know, it's Mother's Day on Sunday. So, as you can see, my decisions to work, serve the community, do ministry work, grow in my faith, and spend time with family has taken on a momentum of its own and will dictate the days, nights, weekends, weekdays, and weekend in the days ahead. When we meet our responsibilities and take advantage of the opportunities available to us to enjoy our lives and to follow the Lord, our lives are full and rich. And although some may claim my life is too busy, I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't have to do this. I choose to do this because I want to do this. Which brings up the water baptism of my beloved wife, Tammy Lynn, that took place in front of scores of supported brothers and sisters in Christ at Starpoint Church yesterday. I couldn't be more proud of my wife, who, although baptized in an as an infant in the Lutheran Church, decided to make a public proclamation of her faith in Christ and to demonstrate her decision to follow Jesus with her life through the biblically commanded sacrament of water baptism with full immersion. The full immersion of water baptism is significant because it symbolizes the spiritual reality that has already taken place in a believer's life when they put their faith in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The going under the water in baptism represents the believer dying with Christ, and their coming up out of the water symbolizes the believer being resurrected into a new everlasting life with Christ. Water baptism with a full immersion represents and demonstrates 
uh, to the world that this person has died with Christ and chooses to live with Christ forevermore. A person's decision to be baptized after being baptized as an infant is significant as well as the well-meaning intention of the parents to raise their child as a Christian is fully realized as the individual decides to make their parents' faith their own faith. In case anyone is wondering why I didn't join my wife in the baptismal pool at Starpoint yesterday, I have already been baptized, and just like Tammy Lynn, I was baptized twice. I was raised Catholic, and when I was in my teens and early 20s, and living in a, a life as far separated from God as I could have been, I often worried about my eternal destiny, and held on to the hope that I would somehow be allowed into heaven in spite of my sins. I apparently took no solace in the fact that I had been confirmed in the Catholic faith as a young teenager, uh, because even though I said the words and went through the ceremony, uh, uh, maybe I didn't think my confirmation meant much in light of my sin-filled life, so I looked for assurance in something else. Uh, the Nicene Creed that is recited in each Catholic Mass speaks of one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I remember asking my mother for assurance that I was indeed baptized because I obviously didn't remember it as I was only a baby when my parents and godparents, uh, who I'm not 100% sure who they are, forgive me, uh, stood up to speak to uh, for me to quote-unquote bathe this child in light and to give me the new life of baptism and to welcome me into your holy church and to make me a quote-unquote faithful follower and witness to your gospel, among other things, including the uh, including casting out the power of Satan. And I'm leaving a link today for the rights to Catholic baptism so you can see what that, that process was like in case you don't remember it as a baby. Uh, not for nothing, but as you can see, that may be a tall order for a parent to decide or guarantee for their child, as we will grow into teenagers and then into adulthood, and we will make our own decisions in terms of our individual faith life and relationship with God. So although I was sprinkled, promised, and blessed in my infant baptism, after I became born again in 2010, I chose to follow Jesus and live according to the word of God to the best of my abilities, because I knew that the forgiveness of my sins and a new spiritual life was given to me, as I finally understood the doctrines of grace through faith in Christ alone, and made a verbal confession and proclamation to make Jesus my Lord and Savior. In those early days of my born-again life as a Christian, I had a lot of learning to do as I began to understand my new life in Christ wasn't about following rules and regulations. It was about my individual relationship with God. It wasn't about what I had to do as a Christian as much as it was about freely deciding to do what I wanted to do to develop my faith and my relationship with God. I slowly began to understand that it wasn't about having to do things. It was about getting to do things uh, with and for God and myself as someone who wanted to be obedient to my decision to follow God's will for my life. I finally understood that the spiritual disciplines and practices of the Christian faith weren't obligations as much as they were invitations from the Lord to follow him and to grow. Even though, so even though I was infant baptized in 2013 while, I, while on a work assignment in New York City, 
I answer the call of Jesus on Christian uh, on Christians to be baptized, as his great commission in Matthew twenty eight nineteen says that his disciples were to go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So what turned out to be the day of the Boston Marathon bombings on April 15th, 2013, with New York City on high alert and turned into a virtual police state, I took an uptown train from my hotel near Ground Zero to a hotel pool in Midtown Manhattan, where I joined brothers and sisters in Christ from Hillsong Church for a few worship songs and was baptized. And even though I still had a whole lot of growing to do, I entered into the bright lights of the streets near Times Square knowing that something significant had taken place. As I was overcome with joy and felt positively electrified by the realization that I had taken the plunge and confirmed my decision to follow Jesus Christ for the rest of my days on earth and for all eternity. I have decided to follow Jesus and there is no turning back. So my decisions to worship the Lord, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to encourage others to live out their Christian faith authentically, and to continually grow in my relationship with God may result in my having a full schedule. But those are decisions I will continue to make and never regret, because even though the path of Christian discipleship is undoubtedly the path less traveled, it has made all the difference. So keep walking and talking with God and keep making the decisions that will cause you to know God more, know who you are in Christ more, and will lead to a life where you are never bored and are always filled with the fruit of the Spirit as God invites you into the abundant life of meaning and purpose that he has always wanted you to live. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is 1 Corinthians 4, 7, and it says, For what gives you the right to make such a judgment? What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as though it were not a gift? Today's Bible verse reminds us of some basic facts of life that should result in our humility and our in, in our continual practice of gratitude as we realize the great gifts we have been given by God. The judgment that the Apostle Paul is questioning in this verse is referring to the fact that some of the members of the Corinthian church had become spiritually proud of their spiritual heritage uh, as they began to boast about who had led them to faith and who had taught them, with some boasting of their relationship to Apollos and others boasting of being followers of Paul. Paul is pointing out the foolishness of this boasting because both Paul and Apollos were servants of the one true God and both represented him. Paul and Apollos had only received and shared what they had learned from God. So Paul was chastising the spiritually uh, prideful boasting and reminding the Corinthian Christians and all of us that everything we have ever received has been a gift from God. From our life itself, to our physical bodies, to our talents and skills, to our possessions, and to our spiritual understandings, everything we have ever received has come from God. Everything we have ever known or experienced has been a gift from God. When we realize this, we will be humble, and we should be thankful. 
Our gratitude should cause us to stop any boasting we may be tempted to brag about and cause us to love the Lord for all he has done for us. So think about that. Everything we have comes from God. I think that should cause us to not be so prideful, cause us to thank God and to follow his will for our lives because everything we have comes from him. So everything we do should be done for his glory. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today, we continue sharing from John Piper's Don't Waste Your Life. And um, uh, the sections we share today are Wasting Life by Running running from Pain. There is a difference between sacrifice and suicide. The promise and design of God and all lasting joy is on the Calvary Road. So if you want to check out what, what Piper has to say in those sections, uh, go to mtforchrist.org, and you'll find that resource at the bottom of today's blog post. Um, as always, we in, encourage people to live a life of faith 24-7. You know, we're, we're empty for Christ, right? So we, we're empty for Christ. So if you want to be filled with the Spirit, you have to be empty for Christ. You know, that's where the plan words, my initials, and, uh, you know, where Christ comes from. Um, so we encourage you to, to follow the Lord and the path of Christian discipleship. We do that by uh, giving you uh, access to our teachings uh, on, our, on the podcast and on the uh, our YouTube channel for Victory Over the Darkness, uh, The Bondage Breaker, and Freedom in Christ. Uh, they're all based on the Word of God and the work of Dr. Neil Anderson. Um, we find those teachings to be transformative. Um, so when you learn about them, you should apply the teachings to your life and, uh, you know, realize that you're a saint, not a sinner. Uh, you've been forgiven and given power over sin and death. And uh, you can live a life of freedom in Christ instead of a life of condemnation. Um, we also obviously revere the Word of God uh, as we study the Bible daily and, uh, you know, do a Bible study once a week with Arthur and Susanna Sincati. So we share our Bible study. Um, that's available on the uh, the podcast and our YouTube channel as well, as uh, we've gotten in the habit of finally sharing the uh, Zoom video sessions that we have. Um, so if you want to see us, you know, see us and hear us talk about the Word of God, go to the YouTube channel and you'll see um, yesterday's uh, study, which we did on My All in All, which really talked about our decision to follow Christ and to persevere in our faith um, and the fact that we should remember the gift giver over just the gifts that we received. So uh, if you want to check that out, they're available. Today is Monday, so we have to work. So uh, let's run out the door together. But before we do, let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. We thank you for all the things you've done for us, all the things you've given us, and especially the fact that you opened our eyes to see the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that it is through faith in Christ alone that we are saved, and in faith in Christ alone that we receive new and new spiritual life that lasts forever. Lord, we thank you for that gift, and we thank you for the good news of the, of the gospel that we can share every day in the way we speak, talk, and live our lives. And Lord, we pray for everyone listening. Lord, we thank you for the followers on YouTube and, and the podcast uh, who are listening, you know, really all over the world, uh, <laughs> or maybe just for a few minutes, or, or who knows. But uh, I, I see the downloads, I see the things happening there, and I'm encouraged. Um, Lord, thank you for the people you've brought uh, uh, 
to hear this message. Um, and I pray for you to bless them. I pray for healing to come to anyone who needs it. And I pray for uh, the Lord's uh, favor to be upon your life uh, as you made the decision to not only believe, but to follow um, Jesus Christ with the way you live your life. Um, even if it means just listening to a positive message about how we can do that. Um, it was a long time coming. And Lord, we're, we're thankful for what you've done. Uh, Lord, we thank you and we pray that the Holy Spirit would anoint us today uh, to open our eyes to what you want us to see. The things of beauty in the world, the things we need to be warned about, the uh, things we need to do. Uh, Lord, we pray for you to guide us and lead us into all truth and uh, help us to do the best job we can do as, as uh, mothers, fathers, um, workers, uh, and Christians today um, to represent you um, in the life of hope that you give us. Lord, we thank you and we praise you and we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.